Welcome to the Rush Hour. Your daily dose of pop culture and entertainment news for your Rush Hour ride. Work sucks, but your commute doesn't have to. Buckle up and enjoy the drive with your host, stand-up comedian and power recapper, Dave Neal. Hello, everybody. Happy Thursday morning. It's the Morning Rush with Dave Neal, December 28th, Thirsty Thursday, our last Thursday of 2023. How you guys doing out there? Are you working this week? Now, look, I understand a lot of radio shows and other podcasts are taking the week off, but I'm going to give myself a little pat on the back here. That's right. Your boy Dave is coming to you, not when it's popular during the summer sweeps or the fall rush or whatever. I'm coming to you the one week where nobody's listening. Can you do me a solid and give me a good review? Join the Patreon if you want, patreon.com slash Dave Neal. We are here doing what some call the Lord's work, and that being all of your entertainment and pop culture news in one place. I've got a Clayton paternity scandal update. I've got some more information on a really dramatic story with Kevin Hart. He's suing his former production or personal assistant, I should say. Cher wants to take control of her son's finances, and we got so much more. Let's jump into some science, huh? Resurrection biology scientists work to bring back extinct dodo bird study ancient zombie viruses. Oh, how could this go wrong? This doesn't sound like a bad idea. Scientists around the world are working to revive ancient ice capsulated cells to find new sources of life-saving medicine and possibly bring back a long extinct species the dodo bird the science called resurrection biology has made immense progress over the past year as researchers in the field turn to the past for solutions for the future while the scientists aren't looking to bring back the dinosaurs a la jurassic park some have goals to resurrect lost plants and animal species you know what they're going to do folks they're going to resurrect lost polio viruses that's what they're going to do every time they're like oh i wonder if this will cure something it's going to bring back some zombie black plague nonsense that we we thought we cured with the ice age either way if it's you know what i don't i'll take a little polio if it brings back the dodo bird i don't know much about the dodo bird but i want it back Research also offers a look into human history and how our ancestors lived and died thousands of years ago. So they're looking to bring back some petri dishes or some weird things. I don't know. Maybe they're extinct for a reason. We'll have to see. Speaking of nearly being extinct, we got Cher in the news. Now, come on. Cher files for conservatorship over son Elijah, says he's not competent to manage his finances. How embarrassing to be a 47-year-old man and your mom tries to file a conservatorship. But it might be it might be for good. You know, I'm sure uh, Amanda Bynes uh, wishes her parents filed the conservatorship before. I'm sure other people who blew their... I'm sure Hunter Biden wishes he didn't... You know, it's like, take the money away. Way when you've got an, a drug addiction or something like that. Cher doesn't seem to trust her son Elijah to make sound financial decisions right now, so the singer-songwriter has filed for conservatorship to control access to his money. And, and by the way, how did he get his money? Is this Cher's money? Because, listen, all these celebrities, they give their kids you know, unlimited funds. You're not going to help your kid out. They need a little struggle in life. Tell them to get a job waiting tables like the rest of us. Uh, in documents filed Wednesday, Cher claims her 47-year-old son is substantially unable to manage his own financial resources due to severe mental health and substance abuse issues. The document state Elijah is entitled to regular payouts from a trust set up by his late father, legendary musician Greg Almond. But Cher is concerned the money will immediately go towards drugs rather than basic living necessities. 
I'm kind of torn here. I'm all about the free the free will of people. But if he's got an addiction, yeah, maybe he shouldn't have access to his money. But do we also trust Cher? We saw what happened with Britney Spears. I don't know how you guys feel about all this, but it's quite a privileged place to be. Oh, he's going to do blow with all of his trust fund money. It's like, yeah, well, it sounds like a party. I don't suggest it. Uh, but at the same time, who's someone else to stop it, you know? All right. Speaking of stopping bad behavior, we covered this story yesterday, but I wanted to talk about it further. Delta uh, gate agent at LaGuardia lays down some facts. So yesterday we shared this. Uh, the uh, the actor, uh, Tommy Dorfman, uh, a trans actor, had posted this TikTok thinking they were going to call out a rude uh, agent at the gate. But it turns out just about everyone online is siding with the agent. I'm going to play the clip real quick for you and then share some more information we found out. Have a listen. This misgendered me again. Yeah. Okay. Multiple times. Gotcha. Both of you have. Sorry. Wasn't intentional, but if you yeah. want to take it personal, that's also. Well, she did do it intentionally twice. You, talking to me too. you said she and then you said he. You're being condescending, and if you want to continue, Ooh. I have full authority escort you out the building right this moment. If you oh, want to play snap. That game with me. Okay. Would you like to continue three days before Christmas? I really don't. Mind. <laughs> okay, so we shared this yesterday. The guy goes, "Would you like to continue three days before Christmas? Is this what you want to do? I'll turn the whole bus around. You know, he does that stepdad move. I'll pull the car over. We're not going camping anymore." And um, and of course, uh, Tommy Dorfman posted this, thinking that she uh, that she was slamming this gate agent for misgendering her. He's and the gate agent immediately apologized and said, "I'm not trying to do that." And again, you know, most of the time people are trying their best and you know whatever dealing with probably a line of customers uh, you know December 22nd whatever the case may be but we got more information which makes this way more interesting here's some comments online that were posted apparently this gate agent is what is called a red coat are you familiar with this term red coats no not the british red coats these are i guess the seal team 6 of customer service representatives here's the comment Red coats are no joke. Their basic thought is, I can make it easy for one passenger at the cost of 200, or I can make it easy for 200 others at the cost of one. We call that crack an egg to make an omelet. That's the math happening here. I can delay a flight, which could potentially affect hundreds or even maybe thousands of people to deal with this one doofus, or I can get him out of the system and get things flowing again. So somebody said, what is a red coat? And I'm, I'm reading this going, yeah, what, what is a red coat? Is this like an actual term given to the top echelon of customer service reps. Uh, here's how it's explained. They're like super gate agents. They're trained to deal with situations where shit has hit the fan, like an international canceled flight, major delays, or there is a conflict resolution needed. Passenger needs taken off a plane, red coat inbound. Someone wants to try and make a PR issue involving YouTube like right here. Yeah, red coat is coming. How do you know if they're a red coat? They're wearing red instead of purple and gray like normal gate agents. <laughs> I absolutely love this. I need a TV show where it's red coat people dealing with constant issues. I need this like yesterday. Someone said, think of them as Delta's SEAL Team 6. They'll deal with crap that no one else wants to touch, and they'll deal with it very well. I've always said this, whenever you're dealing with customer service, if you don't get the answer you want, just try a different strategy with somebody else. I've had times where flights were canceled, I couldn't get anywhere, and I said, all right, thanks for your time, and, I, you know, and then I'll go to someone else. And then maybe you look like that uh, gate agent's son. Maybe you 
maybe there's a reason why you know you, you were nice to them when no everyone else was being mean and they go you know what I'm gonna help you right now so that's how you that's how it works in the flight world it it's not like customer service at your local Denny's in the flight world uh, being nice to these gate agents can go a long long way uh, but here's to the red coats out there the Delta seal team six gotta have it I'm gonna be looking out for them now in the future whenever I have an issue I'm like where's the red coat that 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 person has some executive decision-making skills. We'll be back with more content right after this. All right, I'm going to get to this Kevin Hart story, but I guess I'll give you the Clayton Eckerd update. As you guys know, I mean, it's hard not to cover this every day, the paternity scandal that's rocking Bachelor Nation. Someone posted in the Justice for Clayton subreddit, which is a subreddit that believes Clayton Eckerd is innocent of the charges of being the father of unborn twins. And because they are there to discuss and support Clayton Eckerd, they've got over a thousand members now. And one of the members, I'm not going to say their name because their information was redacted here, have a YouTube channel where they've been sharing their opinions on the matter, much like I have. Well, as it turns out, they, uh, the Jane Doe, Janeth Doeth, as we've been referring to her uh, in her uh, formal term, uh, Madam Janeth Doe has f- has emailed the lieutenant of the county, I believe, where this YouTuber lives, and is trying to get this YouTuber shut down for criminal harassment. And this is what the, uh, I guess, the response was from the lieutenant the executive lieutenant of the civil division. Not a red coat, but nonetheless, here's what they had to say. Misredacted. I acknowledge the distressing incidents of criminal harassment, defamation, and unauthorized disclosures of private communications that you have been subjected to by an individual identified as redacted. It's crucial to address these issues promptly and effectively. And it goes on and on and talks about cyberbullying and harassment. I recommend filing a restraining order against redacted to establish legal boundaries and prevent further harassment. So here we have the lieutenant recommending that Janeth Doeth uh, gets another restraining order against another YouTuber. But then again, you can't blame the lieutenant because they're probably only hearing one side of the story. Please do not hesitate to reach out if you require any further assistance or support in this matter. Your well-being and safety are paramount, and the Broward Sheriff's Office is here to guide you throughout this process. And again, you know, when it when it comes to criminal harassment, usually folks are trying to side with the person that's seeking their restraining order because in most cases they're seeking it out of, uh, you know, out of uh, physical uh, danger or whatever. Well, the person who's on the receiving end of this restraining order said, for all the people saying to take the high road, how do you take the high road with someone who is trying to crush you and destroy you through abuse of the legal system? What about my mental health? What about mercy for me? And look, I totally get it. I, I totally get it. I think the idea is taking the high road doesn't mean not addressing it, just no ad hominem attacks. Don't attack Jane Doe's looks. Uh, just try to keep it fact-based because any amount of low brow attack and again I'm not saying this YouTuber is doing this but any amount of low brow attacks will be used against you they'll be used to say you're harassing her and this or that but continue to speak your truth continue to share your opinion we are very interested to see how this all works out and in other news as you know yesterday we covered that McDonald's is getting rid of coconut milk well I just got this article sent to me from Vogue.com that says goodbye oat milk since learning this I no longer put it in my coffee. And I tell you what, I'm not going to read the dang article because you know what? I finally started to enjoy oat milk and I'm not going to read some article. By the way, 
written in 2015. What is this? I'm not going to read this article. No, no, I'm sorry. This article is from this week. But I'm not going to read this article that tells me why oat milk is bad. I mean, I we what are you going to do to me? Oh, it says it may uh, it may hurt your blood sugar level. What am I supposed to do? You know, I I do the heavy cream. I get I get uh, I'm lactose intolerant. I do the oat milk. I got a sugar. Pro- I do the coconut. Now it's banned from uh, McDonald's. Can we just figure it out, folks? I don't know. Get those um, uh, Jurassic Park scientists that are looking to cure polio and find the dodo bird and get them on the oat milk case. You know, something that's going to benefit all of us out here. All right. We got another story here. This is a guy who goes by the name Scumbag Dad, and he talks about why new content creators are actually bad for sort of um, uh, traditional entertainment. Have a listen to what he says. I'm probably going to completely disagree. Mr. Beast generation is growing older and they want to be celebrities. Throughout most of history, you had to be a good sports player or great pianist or singer or dancer. You know, you had to demonstrate a certain amount of skill. And with YouTube and with the Mr. Beast formula, they've introduced a way to become famous by creating scenarios that rely on other people's reactions to be the content rather than your own creation. One of Mr. Beast's first incredibly viral videos was him just handing 10 grand to a homeless guy. And that reaction became one of the cornerstones of his entire career. And what people are realizing when you grow up with this kind of content, you don't think, oh, I've got to become a better singer or I've got to become a better dancer to be famous. You start to think, I've got to come up with another way to make other people the focus of my video. And there are moral ways to do this. And then there are ways of doing that that are, in my opinion, objectively evil. I think this guy is has some false uh, equivalencies happening here. Uh, just because somebody like Mr. Beast becomes famous by giving away and doing a lot of charity doesn't stop a dancer from becoming a dancer or a baseball player from becoming a baseball player. It's just a little bit of a different world we live in. If Mr. Beast was giving away money and giving away houses and all the charity that he does, if he was doing it for the sinister purpose of just trying to go viral, he probably wouldn't be successful. But what you learn is he really enjoys helping others it's it's he's able to use his platform to continue to help others in a way that we've never really seen before i mean every single uh, dollar he's ever made he's reinvested back into his show to continue to help others it's a very interesting phenomenon that's happened out there and if other people want to also give extra hundred dollar tips to waiters and film it i mean if the person's happy and okay being filmed i don't think that's a problem I don't necessarily agree that that takes away from other forms of entertainment. There's no shortage of entertainment out there. There's just a greater opportunity for people to entertain because we've got our cell phones on us and a video camera in our pocket at all times. Now, if you're looking to possibly get into entertainment or content creation in any sort of way, just know I think there is a home for you if you do become somebody who just wants to make content in the new age way of a, you know whatever your niche is going to be. I've got a friend who's got billions of views because he just drives around and compliments people, but it's a lot of fun to watch somebody compliment somebody else. It's feel good, and when something's feel good, you want more of it. The thing I will recommend as a content creator, podcaster, and all that jazz is the best thing you can do is find something that you can replicate. So for me, that is just sharing my opinion on entertainment news. 
no one cares whether or not the dodo bird comes back. I mean, we hope it does, but you tend to maybe smile when you hear my review of um, self-checkout items and how we should all steal from them, which by the way, I tried to today. I tried to, uh, they, my eggs wouldn't scan my $3.79 eggs. Uh, and you know what? I said, you know what? I tried for like half a minute to get them to scan. They wouldn't work, so I put them down in the bagging area. You know what the self-checkout thing did? It started videotaping me, and they had to come over and delete the video and then charge me for it. It's like, listen, you, di- you didn't give me, I didn't give you permission. I'm not working for you now for free, and you're going to videotape me. No, not on my watch. Free the dodo bird and get rid of these self-checkouts. Either way, there's room for all of us at the table you want to get into content creating, find out what you love to do and do it because God knows it can take a long time before you make money content creating. So you might as well enjoy the process. Okay. I've got a wild story here. Kevin Hart sues YouTuber Tasha Kay and former assistant for extortion and defamation. What? Let's read this article. Kevin Hart is taking legal action against cheating allegations made by his former assistant, Maisha Shakes, in an interview with YouTuber Latasha K, aka Tasha K. The complaint filed in the LA Superior Court claims that Tasha K demanded money from Kevin Hart, threatening to release an interview in which Shakes made damaging allegations against him. According to the complaint, Shakes worked for Hart's company from August 2017 to October 2020. In the published interview, Shakes claimed that Hart had a gambling problem and an affair at his office that she told his wife and Nico about. All right, I tell you what, I'm going to play for you this two-minute clip. It's wild coming up right after this break. I mean, I thought I was in legal issues for sharing honest content, but now we have Tasha Kay has a history of posting defamatory content about celebrities. Listen, it's only defamation if it's not true. We have to remember that. In 2022, she lost a libel case against rapper Cardi B, who was awarded $3.9 million in damages. Wow. Either way, I mean, the legal thing here wouldn't be the allegations, if, if again, proven true, uh, but the illegal thing would be possibly violating an NDA. I'm not a lawyer, folks. What do I know? And also trying to extort Kevin Hart. You can't say, hey, I'm going to release this unless you pay me money. Here's a quick clip of that interview. You worked for was the Hearts. Yes. Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. Aniko Hart. Aniko Hart. What made you reach out? It is a time for Hollywood to hear this story, especially because a lot of people are locked in non-disclosures and they're not able to talk and protect themselves. Mm-hmm. But you have to protect the person you're working for. Where's your protection? When did things start to turn up around there? The extortionist. I'm listening to Mario on the radio in the morning. I almost crashed my car because I heard him say that Kevin's best friend, JT Jackson, had set him up. In exchange for millions of dollars. All the charges were dropped against JT, but they weren't dropped against Kevin. They, they redug up, I guess, old LGBTQ jokes or something. Correct. That he was saying on Twitter and they wanted him to apologize and he said, Fuck you. Haley is his publicist, so so she called me. She was just like, hey, Maisha, have you spoke to Kevin? I was like, no. I was like, Dave Becky just called me his manager. Um, Why? And then um, she was like, the whole Oscar thing, Kevin needs to say an apology. He's about to lose Nike. The first scandal was with the first baby. Correct. The one in Vegas. Yes. So these other scandals. It's another one in the office. She pregnant again. Correct. With her second baby. And he's still leaving semen stains all over the couch. 
at the yes. heartbeat studio. Correct. And showering and then going home. Like I told Aniko, like Kevin is cheating on you with a girl named Mix Morgan. She's his flight attendant. She's on his planes. Does Kevin have a gambling problem or something? His game is poker. He right. gambled y'all money away. And All right. So listen, uh, <laughs> this is like a different side of the internet. I'm not always tapped into, but if if uh, if the former assistant is telling the truth, I don't think you could sue her. But Tasha Kay, if she's if Kevin Hart has it in writing that she's demanding money to not air this episode, then we have a problem here. But either way, Kevin Hart's wife on Christmas Eve shared a cryptic Instagram story that said the level of I don't give a F. I reached this year is crazy. Uh, once the post began circulating on social media, the conjecture started bubbling. Um, so either way, I mean, I don't know how much of this is new information versus old, but Kevin Hart not going down without swinging, and he's suing YouTuber and former assistant. Um, again, how he proves extortion, we'll have to see. How he proves defamation, which again, very hard to prove, we'll have to see. Either way, for sure, we will be covering this story. Pretty wild stuff. All right, folks. Well, look, I mean, I don't even know where we go from here. We had dodo birds. We had red coat agents at Delta. And we had Kevin Hart. I mean, what else do you ask for? I'm still drinking oat milk and I'm going to survive. If you're around tonight, and live in the Huntington Beach area or know anybody who does, by all means, buy a ticket to the stand-up show. I'll be performing at 7 p.m. with some of my funniest friends. It's going to be a ton of fun. My buddy, um, I've got a former Bachelor contestant, I believe from Claire Crowley season, Garen Flowers. He's going to be on the stand-up show. Some other friends will be hanging out before and after. Again, if you live around Huntington Beach, hey, even if you live farther away, come up to Huntington from San Diego. The traffic's not bad. It's the Christmas break. In fact, I'll wear my red coat and I'll be SEAL Team 6 of the stand-up comedy world. I'll be in, I'll be out, and um, <laughs> no tr no trouble with me. Uh, but either way, um, for Bachelor News today, I think we're going to have a few different videos to make. It looks like we have a Hannah Ann on doing an interview. We'll share some of that later. And, uh, you know, whatever else comes up, as we know, whenever there's quiet days like today, uh, something always ends up, uh, you know, coming out of nowhere. You can guarantee you that if it feels quiet, the dodo bird is about to take flight. All right. In the meantime, you know where to find me. We'll be back this afternoon to wrap up all of your entertainment news. And if you enjoy this not B-list content while we're here during the quietest week of the year and you haven't already given me the Christmas gift of writing a nice review on the podcast, go ahead and do that. Feel free to share it with your friends. It's a free thing you can do. If you know anybody who likes entertainment news, they don't have to be a Bachelor fan, feel free to send them this link. We appreciate all the support. I'll be back later. Dave Neal, Bachelor Rush Hour. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And if you didn't, don't. Join the free Facebook group, Dave Neal's Community. Got cash? Become a premium member at patreon.com slash Dave Neal. Link in the description below. And don't forget to follow Dave on Instagram at dneals for upcoming stand-up shows. See you tomorrow on The Rush.